Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, God did it all, based on our reading of Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. From the time Adam and Eve decided to eat the forbidden fruit, every single human being who came into this earth was born in sin except Jesus. The Bible outlines that all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible also states that the wages of sin is death. So every single human being which came into this earth except Jesus is destined to die. But this death can be avoided if human beings accept the plan of the plan that God put in place to rescue us from the penalty of sin. In Genesis 3.15, Jesus outlined the nature of the plan that he would execute to make mankind um, free and to pay the wages for their sins. This is what Jesus said. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Notice carefully in this passage of scripture that God is the one doing everything that is required for the rescue plan to become a reality. This plan is consistent with the words of the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. And this is what it says, by, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. In these two verses, we see God telling us that he will do everything to give us eternal life. God will do everything in his power to help us attain to the divine nature that we need to possess in order to get into the heavenly Canaan. It should be noted that the only thing that God requires of us is to accept the gift of eternal life by faith. Now, there are many of us Christians who understand that we need to be perfect even as our Father in heaven is perfect. But how do we attain to this perfection? The Apostle Paul addresses this question in Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. In this passage of scripture, we are reminded that it's God who has placed us in a position to be considered partakers of the divine nature. The Apostle Paul said, Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, said the following, Those in whom the work of grace is wrought must give thanks unto the Father. If we have the comfort of it, he must have the glory of it. How know what is which is wrought for us in the application of redemption? One, he hath delivered us from the power of darkness, verse 13. He has rescued us from the state of heathenism, 
darkness and, and, and wickedness. He has saved us from the dominion of sin, which is darkness. First John 1 and verse 6. From the dominion of, sit, of Satan, who is the prince of darkness. Ephesians 6 and verse 12. And from the, from the damnation of hell, which is utter darkness. Matthew 25 verse 30. They are called out of darkness. Number two, he had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, brought us into the gospel state, and made us members of the church of Christ, which is a state of light and purity. You were once darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord, who has called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Those were made willing subjects of Christ who were the slaves of Satan. The conversion of the sinner is the translation of a soul into the kingdom of Christ out of the kingdom of darkness. The power of sin is shaken off and the power of Christ submitted. The law of the spirit of life is Christ Jesus made free from the law of sin and death and it is the kingdom of his dear son or the son of his peculiar love, his beloved son, and eminently the beloved. He has not only done this, but has made us meet to partake of the inheritance of the saints in light. Verse 12. He has prepared us for the eternal happiness of heaven as the Israelites divided the promised land by lots and has given us the earnest and assurance of it. This he mentions first because he is the first indication of the future blessedness, that by the grace of God we find ourselves in some measure prepared for it. End of quote. I pray that we will continue to give thanks for the work that God continues to do in our heart. I pray that we will surrender every single era of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can help us to receive the divine nature. Through Him, we have the opportunity to receive a crown of righteousness at the second coming of Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this powerful word today. Through the actions of Jesus and the actions of we will receive eternal life. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing and your mercy upon us, we pray, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.